I got Robbie sitting across I'm from sitting me. here. Usually we get our guests to stay for the show. He wanted to run. But Joel was like, ah, I'm out of here, bro. I think he's actually leaving camp. Like, like straight up. He, he's packing he, up. I talked to him last night. I'm like, oh, yeah, you want to stick around? He's like, nah, as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm done talking to you, I am out of here. What did he, he, what did he say this morning? He said, the first drop of rain, my tent was packed. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am, I how, am. How bad was the rain me. last night? Not that bad. Because I'm, I'm sort you? of, I'm in a cabin. So. Oh. I heard the rain, but I didn't feel it. Pretty, pretty excited by that. Okay, okay. I've got kids, man. They sent me to the man, cabin. This is kids. like the Prince and the Pauper type <laughs> deal right here. Um, now, during the during the service last night, like whilst people were speaking yes. and whatnot, it rained quite heavy. But by the time that was done, the rain had died down enough. So it's just been a bit of drip, drips and drabs overnight. And although I can see clouds in the sky, the ground is mostly dry and it doesn't look quite heavy there's nothing there's nothing dark and dangerous looming it's just kind of hey you see that current pulling up yeah that's my wife and kids oh that's how sweet that's awesome what a morning what a shot dude we could just commentate you know what's 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 going on outside have you ever done that like sports commentary or something um i was recently emceeing a wedding and we played this game and i was commentating it was like this this game where you get like two pairs like two couples and there's a balloon between them and they have to catch the balloon between their noses without touching it with hey, their that hands. That sounds like fun. It was it went off. It was amazing. <laughs> but I was using all of the skills that I've learned from from watching MotoGP, F1 and the NBA and Beyond Faith FM. And Beyond Faith FM, <laughs> that's right. All the sports that I watch, I used all of those skills to commentate and yeah, dude, I was like uh, let me guess, you were shredding it. I was shredding it. <laughs> I, I I'm like I could easily be a professional at this easily because you, there's, there's just these cliches that you say over and over again. And, yeah. then, and then it's like, so you, you, you commentate on what's going on. You have good energy. And then in the downtime, you just make sure this is, I've seen like every sports commentator do this. You just talk to the players before the game and just write down like something they said. And it's like, oh, I was talking to such and such earlier today. And they said that they're confident because da da da. Or they said that they're struggling because da 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 da. That is all the sports commentary. That's, what, that's it. Is and it? when I was commentating this balloon game, I was just making it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, the, the sisters from Queensland here. Now I know that they have a strong bond coming from, you know, like I'm just, just making stuff up. It's, uh, it's, it's, but it, it is so fun. It is, but so is Faith. I don't know. I just like talking guys. It's, yeah. I, uh, I, the I, I, of the gab. really, really, I, I have conversations with my friends and I'll start to tell some story and then I realize like I've trapped them here. <laughs> They're, they're like listening to me. Oh, that's annoying when that happens. That happens to me all the time. Like people do it to me. Do people do it to yeah. you? Yeah. You must be a good listener. Yeah. That's, that's what, exactly what they say. Like everyone has told me my whole life I'm a good listener. Yeah. Whereas, so I get into it and start telling a story and people are invested, but then I'm always sure to say like, oh, hey, you know, sorry for keeping you, da, 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 and, and giving them opportunity to leave. That's my kind of litmus test. And, okay. and sometimes they yeah, are just like, all. sometimes they are, they're just like, hey, yeah, thank you so much. Bye. And just, they just dip. <laughs> kind of like um, our last interview. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he did the majority of the talking. Yeah. But, uh, but then sometimes, you know, people are like actually invested and, and I get to, I get to see how that, how that plays out. So, um, you're yeah. loving life. I can I, see I, it in your eyes. Well, this is the thing. I, I get paid to not shut up and I do that anyway. So praise God. Uh, let's have another clue for the quiz. We want to give stuff number four. Your last chance to go into the draw for today's Faith FM Mission Mug. Question number four is, 
The man who lay at the pool of Bethsaida had an infirmity for how long? How many years did he lay there? Uh, or not necessarily lay there, but how many years did he have the infirmity for? At least two. It was more than two. That's exactly. what I said, at least. Yeah, and it was less than 50. Oh, okay. So I'm helping out. Hey, we want to give stuff away. Fantastic. Yeah. So it, if you know the answer, what's the number again, Lawson? It was 0491-064-669. I do so many of these shows on Faith FM. They've all got different numbers. I get yeah. confused sometimes. This number's etched in my brain. I have been at like the RTA or well, what do you call it now? <laughs> the RMS. The, the RMS. And I'm like <laughs> writing down. Yeah. It's like phone number and 04910. Oh, whoops. And then, you know, I, I, I've done that a lot. Like I've ordered food or something and, and some places where you order and, and it's like a kind of takeaway deal. And they're like, Oh, can we get a number so that, so that we can call you? I'm like 0491 06. I'm actually don't call that number. So sorry, 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 sorry. So all of a sudden, if uh, Luber or Grace, our ladies in the office of Facebook, him start getting pizza delivery requests or Uber requests. <laughs> we'll know who it's from. You'll know who it's from. It is from none other than Lawson. Hey, someone got the year right. They've just texted in. They're mm-hmm. in on the draw. Mm-hmm. Exciting Can stuff. Fantastic. Congratulations. Now, Bible study time. Let's get into it. So we have been considering considering the three cosmic messages. This week we've been looking at fear God and give glory to him, which is our introduction to the words of the three angels' messages in Revelation chapter 14. Now, we've made our way through. We've seen what it means to fear God. We've seen what it means to give glory to him. Now, the Bible study is taking a little bit of turn, a, a little bit of a turn, and focusing somewhat towards the end yeah, it's of, a little bit of the three angels' message. It's jumped out. It's called Revelations Overcomers. That's the title of our Bible study today. But we're having a look here at Revelation chapter 14 and verse 12, which, you know, Robbie, I'm sure you'll be able to get that for me. I've got it mm-hmm. um, here. Hold on. Do you have it in KJV from the year? The year was. Um, well, we can't. I'm, we I'm can't so say. To say we can't say the year. Yeah. But do, do you have it from the KJV? I I'm reading from the new KJV. Okay, that's good enough. That's yeah. good enough. So right. it it lives on in the legacy of the something something year. Yes, edition. of the tradition of the year. Yes. All right. Here it is. It says, "Here is the patience." Of the saints, here are those who keep the commandments of God and have the faith of Jesus. Mm. I was trying to do my Rome impersonation there. Yeah, didn't go so well. (laughs) (laughs) I loved yesterday when he announced the winner of the quiz. That was that was powerful. (laughs) It's like, yeah, so let's announce the winner, and he's like, it's Greg. (laughs) <laughs> oh, just incredible. Now, okay, so we see this verse here, and it gives us some some characteristics to describe those who would be following Jesus. Yes, and those who would be the ones to distribute this message. They have, they have the, the they keep the commandments of God, and they have the faith of Jesus. Here, now, our lesson today is focusing particularly on this idea of the faith of Jesus, yep. and and what it looks like. To we consider if we consider okay, we have faith in Christ. So yes. that seems to be some level of belief that 
that Jesus would do the things that he said he would, just like you have faith in anything. Yeah, correct. Uh, I have faith that gravity exists because I'm stuck to the floor. Right I, I have faith if I press a button in an elevator, it's going to move. Yep. We hope so anyway. Yeah. You, you know, well, that's and, what faith is. And there are things that confirm our faith because the, 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 uh, the, the button lights up. It's like, okay, the elevator's registered, you know, yep. my call. You hear the, whoosh, you know, the elevator starts, start moving floor to floor. And, uh, but ultimately we have feel something faith. Yeah, that's right. You, you feel it moving and then uh, you jump in the elevator and you, you feel it drop down. I forget where I was. I think I was in Dubai. In Dubai? I've, I've been to a lot of countries. Man. I've traveled a lot. I was in Dubai. I was in, I was in Atlantis, the, you know, the palm. Uh, oh, the, yes, yes. The, I was in the, the hotel there and the elevator in Atlantis is super quick. It's not quite like, like, you know, I wasn't in the Burj Khalifa, like where it's got, all those stories, but like the, the elevator in all of the, all the elevators in Dubai, they're like expensive high level elevators. And, uh, yeah, they would start moving and you would jump as they would move down and your head would like touch the roof. Uh, really? Of the, yeah, 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 100%. Because they're moving so fast. <laughs> and I was pretty I was pretty small, but I was pretty fit at the time. And I would like just to spring up and like just... See, head. I could just picture you all day spending time in an elevator, pressing buttons up and down. Is a, well, um, well there's lots the, of other things to do. For the Atlantis, joy ride. Atlantis, uh, the, 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 uh, the hotel there. But um, so we have this, this faith in things. Mm-hmm. But this is saying that those at the end of time would possess, those who represent this message and share it, would possess a faith of, of Jesus. Jesus. So it's in Jesus versus of Jesus. Of Jesus, yeah. Now we have faith in things because they prove themselves to us and they're like, yep, I want to believe that. But the faith of Jesus, that's like a, a term that represents, you could say like a c- c- comparability. Like, yeah. oh, I have the same thing as that other person. You know, we, yeah. yep. we, sh- we share this thing. Oh, if I have the, the eyes of my dad, Mm-hmm. Then we, which I do. I have blue eyes. My dad has blue eyes. My mum and my sisters all have brown eyes. Yeah. But I, so I've got the eyes of my father. Yeah. You know, I, uh, you've got this of this or this of that. It's like, it's not faith in Jesus. It's faith it's, of Jesus. So you could say it this way. It's Jesus's faith. Yes. So the people here in Revelation 14, they don't just have a conviction or that is a belief that Jesus is who he says he is and he can do what he says he can do. Mm-hmm. Their faith is actually his faith. Mm-hmm. They possess what he has. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like faith in Jesus leads you to Jesus mm-hmm. because you believe he can do what he can do. But then now that you're with Jesus, Jesus can take, sorry, you can get what Jesus has. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, guys. He's doing these signals and it's freaking me out. Yeah, we're right. trying to expand time or shorten time or what are we trying to do? <laughs> nah, we're, we're chilling. Okay. We're, we're, we're living our best life and we're, we're. Things are going green and yellow and then almost red and then. We're, we're just considering what the Bible says. Okay. You know, just, just making, just seeing. So clear. we have time. We don't have time. We, we definitely have time. All right. But so. despite having time, we'll come back <laughs> right after this. this. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. So, we're considering the faith of Jesus. Right. His faith. Having it. We have his faith. 
Absolutely. So we have some verses here from the book of Hebrews relating to this idea of having his faith, relating to what we've been seeing so far, fear God and give glory to him. If you could pick up Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16, I'll get yep. Hebrews 7.25. All right. Hebrews, you can read Hebrews that for 4, us. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. I love this passage. It's powerful. This is among the first passages that I am ever memorized in the Bible. It's good stuff to memorize. And yeah, I, I love that. And I, I remember memorizing at the time and thinking about like how strange biblical language is. Yeah. Like in the, the grammar and like seeing then that. I'm like, what? <laughs> that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Uh, so. Yeah, we do not. We do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize. There's like all these double negatives. But in yeah. all, yeah, because it's incredibly poetic. Yeah, and, yeah. And if we're talking about the New King James as well, well, yeah. coming from the King James, if you know the history of how that was written, you have yeah. the two the two groups of you know translators from the two different faith traditions working back and forth, and then ultimately when it finalized, when they finalized, okay, this is what every word means. Then it was handed over to the poets yes. to, to smooth it out, to make it beautiful, then hand it back and edit it and edit it and edit it and edit it. And that's why people today consider you know, the, new, uh, the King James as one of the, it's a classic. the superior Bible translations because of how heavily it was scrutinized over. And the, it makes it memorable too. Like you say, memorizing this passage. I find oh. memorizing old King James much easier than memorizing some new modern Absolutely. translations. Because it, it's modern translations are like everyday conversation. I don't remember half the stuff we say. Yeah. But when you say something like, we therefore, mm. uh, or uh, what was that one yesterday? Um, there is therefore now no condemnation. Uh, it's like, that just that just sticks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The one that really sticks in my mind. So I memorize passages in the New King James. Yep. But then when it comes to Revelation 4, 11, I'm like, which is my favorite verse in the whole Bible. You I'm like, back to thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will uh, and, and for your pleasure. So by your will is the, New the New King James, which by your will is already like a pretty, pretty cool phrase. Yep. But, and for your pleasure, they exist and were created. Like, oh, it's, it, it does really stick because of how well it's written versus a lot of modern translations, which again, the, the, great thing about the king james is that it also aspires despite being incredibly poetic it also aspires to be word for word in some yeah. sense like it's 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 on, very, the, it's on the literal end of translation versus that's, the paraphrasing that's right yeah. whereas you read a lot of other modern literal translations and it's just like dry mm. and then you read a lot of uh modern kind of paraphrase translations and it's like sometimes kind of cringe if I'm being honest. I'm like the way it's like ex expressing things. Yeah. I'm like, uh, but look, let me say this. You read any of God's word in any translation, you will find Jesus. We can teach the Bible. Yeah. We, I, I like we can teach the Bible in any translation. Truly. We can teach the doctrines. They're easy to clear to see. Yeah. So why did you, as you said, this verse was one of the ones you first memorized. Why? What stands out about that in light of, having the faith of Jesus. Yeah, well, I think that it's, it's it's ultimately a verse that points towards the help that Jesus is offering us, the the assistance through life, you know, Jesus Jesus is you know, 
therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wow, like I have the ability to, to come to Jesus and, and interact with him. But I love that line, you know, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, yes. but was in all points tempted as we are. Again, we're saying we need the faith of Jesus. And this is a description of what his faith can do. That's right. Yeah. What it looks it can like. It get tempted. Yeah. It, it experiences weaknesses, but it ultimately it's victorious. Mm. And that's his faith. And that's the faith that he wants us to have. Yeah. And I, I love the, the essential flow of this passage is like, we have a high priest in heaven. He, and so it's, so it's like, okay, there's separation between us and him. Yes. But he sympathizes with our weaknesses. It creates. He identifies with he, us. He identifies with us. Word. It creates a bridge. Yep. And it's like, therefore come boldly to him. We cross the bridge. Yep. And he crosses the bridge. He's too. calling us to where he is. Yeah. Absolutely. Not leaving us where we are. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I love it when we can read the Bible and just see like, wait, this is incredibly theologically dense. Yep. It's really speaking to us. It's, it's making things, but we can break it down. And as we're seeing now with application and, and we can apply it because mm-hmm. there's a very clear application from this, even within the text itself. You know, I, we don't need to labor too much because when it's just saying, therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Like, we can see that Jesus understands us. We can see that he has gone through everything that we go through, and therefore we can come to him. And again, it's to receive grace to help in time of need. Right. And I believe that what that looks like is receiving the faith of Jesus. Yeah. Like, yes, I believe that Jesus can supernaturally work and influence our situations. Like, I believe that God can do that. I believe that, you know, you're on the cusp of dying and you call out to God to ask you, you know, to, to say, God, save me. And, and he will. Like, like I, I really, really believe in stuff like that. I believe, mm. But I believe that he is, his, his will, you know, abides forever. And, and God also works in the best ways. But simultaneously, it's like seek and ask and knock and whatever, you know, yep. whatever you are wanting according to his will, he is, he is wanting to give. Like 100%. Um, so look, look, think about this, right? We're talking about Revelation chapter 12, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, chapter 14, verse 12. His followers have his faith, right? Faith of sure. Jesus. This verse here is describing what that faith of Jesus looks mm-hmm. like, what it can do. It, yes. can, it, can, it can endure all the things that we endure, Yes, but it, and it says there that without sin, right? Yes. And that's that fear of God thing. Remember mm-hmm. the goal of fear of God was to, to see sin for its sinfulness in the light of a holy God and to shun it, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we get the faith of Jesus? I want to jump to a verse real quick. I'm not sure what you had in mind, but let's go. In Revelation chapter 3, so this is the beginning of Revelation, right? So to get to that point in chapter 14, verse 12, to get to that point, you have to have journeyed with Jesus through Revelation chapter 1 to chapter 14, right? And in chapter 3, Jesus makes this comment speaking to his people. It's the letter to the church of Laodicea. And in verse 18 of chapter 3, he says, Jesus speaking, I counsel you to buy of me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich. Now, just to summarize this, gold in Bible language is a symbol in a spiritual context as a symbol of faith. Sure. So, because Peter tells us that our faith is more valuable than gold, right? So Jesus is saying, listen, you need to do an exchange with me. Give me your, your, what you think you have. They think we, they, Jesus says here, we think, he, we think we have faith. Jesus says, your faith isn't working. So give me your like, fool's gold, mm. <laughs> and I'll give you the real deal, wow. which has been tried in the fire. His faith was tried, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we do that exchange, what do we have now? 
we gave up our faith in Jesus in a, in some respects for what? For his goal. For, faith. for his faith. It's of Jesus. the faith of Jesus. So yeah. now what do I possess? I literally possess the faith of Jesus, which was being tested, it's being tried, and it as as John says, mm. it overcame the world. So now mm. I get to live holding on to Jesus' success. Yeah. Absolutely. And 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 what I was getting at, it, it really in line with that is that whilst we believe in a God who can very much supernaturally work in our situations to alleviate stress or pain or to, to you know to to work in that way we also believe in a God who works in our hearts and again who is wanting to give us the faith of Jesus that what we face we can overcome one of my one of my other texts that I've memorized one of my favorite favorite text in the Bible is Philippians chapter 4, 10 through 13. Right. Now 13 is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which is often misquoted misused, yes. and misused. misused. Oh my goodness. And it's like, hey, do, do you want to run a successful business? I can do all things through Christ. Do you want to do you want to <laughs> be a professional athlete? I can do all things through Christ. You want to like I I, I and it, it's so distasteful to me because I'm like, you just haven't read the three verses before because the point of that passage that you read is like, Paul is saying like, whether I'm with or without, whether I'm hungry or full, no matter what. And in any context, I can be content. I can do all things through Christ. And he's writing that in prison. He's writing that in prison, right? His happiest letter and he's in prison. And he's writing it to the Philippian church, which is one of the most persecuted group of people in their time. We know that they received the gospel under persecution that Paul was going through. Uh, but then simultaneously, he, as he's sharing with them this this idea of you can be intent, content in any situation, again, it's it's through what Christ has done. And it would be what Paul writes to, you know, in Second Corinthians chapter 11 to the Corinthian church about all of the suffering that he's gone through for the sake of the gospel. Mm. It's like, wow, not only do we believe in a God who can supernaturally work in our situations to alleviate stress and pain because he sympathizes with us, but he gives us strength. He gives us grace. He gives us faith so that we can get through those hard times and experience those sufferings of Christ, which, man, if you want to, if you want to get faith, go through suffering. And that, and that's where he's saying, that's where I'm going to give you my faith. And Mr. Robbie Bergen, we need our final clue for the quiz. I almost forgot about this. All right. Question number five to go into the draw. This is your last chance on the last day of the last week to get your faith of admission mark. Here it is. Question number five. What type of tree did Zacchaeus Zacchaeus climb? It wasn't a gum tree. You sure? Yes. Maybe it was an olive tree. It was it was some kind of tree. It was a tree. Yeah. And we actually know what kind of tree it was from the Bible. So if you know what the tree was, text it in on our number 0491064669. That's, uh, the question is, what type of tree did Zacchaeus climb? I've talked about this on the show before, but it was crazy going over to Europe and seeing eucalyptus trees. I know. Like, <laughs> like especially, especially in Spain. You know, we're in like a desert climate. There's just a big gum tree there. Like, I was in, I, I went to South Africa a few years ago and there were gum trees. I'm like, I thought they were only Australian. Yeah. 
Apparently not. Apparently, apparently they, they there's they, no koalas though. They get they get around. Yeah. Then they're not like here though. Like we we have real gum trees. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, oh man, sitting under a eucalyptus tree in Spain in the desert. This is this is something <laughs> else. This is something else. Hey, you're listening to the breakfast show again. What tree? What kind of tree was Zacchaeus on top of? If you know the answer, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And we've got a question here that we want to talk about and answer. The question is essentially this. He says, I believe that there will be war in the next five years. Would Jesus stop that war or do you think he could come back and take his followers during that? That's from David. It's a good question. It's a very good question. Um, There's a number of things we could say about this question. So the first, let's break it down into parts real quick. I believe there will be war in the next five years. Okay. I think we are already in wars if you look around the planet. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, Ukraine, obviously. But there, there's about 28 active wars happening right now, according yep. to the statistics I looked at last year. Mm-hmm. So we're already in wars. Do I think there'll be more wars in the next five years? For sure. 100%. Yep. I think the conflict in Taiwan is going to flare up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, so that's the first part of the question. So David has this mm-hmm. conviction that there'll be war in the next five years. Yeah, right. I just want to say on that as yeah, well. Like, we, we have already experienced World War. World war. One like and two. One and two. Like, so we, we've experienced it twice. I, I just want to give that, lay that as foundation and context. Yeah, we're currently going through conflict. And I follow this study. It's called the Global Peace Index. Okay. And since it started in 2009, so they rank peace all over the world in every single country. Yep. They're like, every single country, how peaceful is it? And they, they, they do, they bring in all kinds of factors, economic factors, conflict factors, um, you know, factors of agriculture and the economy and the food and everything. Like they're, they're really, they really do this it's comprehensive study. Mm. And every year since 2009 up until 2022, they saw a decrease in, in peace. In 2022, so globally, globally, yep. in 2022, they saw a point a point zero two percent uptick in peace globally. You know why? Why? Because we come out of lockdowns. That's right. And now, like already in 2023, as down. as the global peace <laughs> index has been following, it, it, it needs to be released for you know to cover this year. But yeah, glo- glo- like we are already experiencing less and less p- p- uh, peace each year. And as you said, there's much of the world is in conflict already. Yeah, look, so there, there are political commentators that say we've all, we're uh, we are already down the pathway for a trilogy of the wars, world yeah. wars, right? We're finishing the trilogy. Yeah, finishing the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Now, the next part of the question is: Do you think? Um, Jesus will stop that war, or do you think he'll come back and take his followers? The way I read my Bible, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to get peaceful before Jesus returns. Mm-hmm. More peaceful. I think it's just going to it's going to keep winding up. I mean, mm-hmm. we see that picture. At some point, Jesus is going to step in. The Bible says that unless Jesus steps in, um, no flesh will be saved. Yeah. So he's going to step in at some point. Is it in the next five years? I hope so, but there's no guarantees for that. Mm-hmm. And I think the 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 wording of this question kind of indicates to me some level of like uh, futurism, and I would say as well like secret rapture, you know, pre yeah, take, take the, a, a pre tribulation rapture, yes. which is essentially the idea that oh, there is going to be such. Crazy conflict of the world, which the Bible calls like a time, a conflict in a time is, is time of is, trouble. A time of trouble is such Jacob's as time of trouble that there's never been. Yeah, and a a pre tribulation person would say that, oh, and 
just before that happens, Jesus takes us. Jesus away. takes us away so that we don't have to. Those who believe in Him don't have to experience it, but those who are lost and, and wicked will. And look, this is a popular a popular belief in some mm-hmm. sections of Christianity. But I think the Bible is explicitly clear that that isn't the case. Right. But rather that Jesus will protect those who go through that. But it ultimately ends, like when, when Jesus comes back, it ends with total destruction. Yeah. Again, the, the way that this question is worded, it's, it's kind of like, oh, will he take his followers out of that to let that war go on? It's like, no, when Jesus shows up, yeah, like it's, it, on. it's gone. Like yeah. the, the world, the, you know, the elements melt with fervent heat. The, the mountains are pushed up and laid low. Yeah. The, 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 the sea is, is dried up and rescinded. Like, like the, the heavens unfold like a scroll. We're, we're talking about a, a total destruction here. So I would say it's like, oh, well, will he stop those wars from happening? I think that Jesus will work in a way as such to bring everyone to a point of decision. Absolutely. And once they have made that decision, we see what's called the close of probation, which is that once everyone makes their decision of their there's eternal no more, future. There's no more reason to continue time. That's right. So probation closes, you know, we, we and following probation closing, everyone making their decision. Uh, Jesus will come back and there will be a total destruction of the earth. And that's why in Revelation we see this picture that at that point when like it says um, those that are with me are with me and those that are not with me are not with me. And then he says, and I'm returning with my reward for everyone. That's right. So he comes back at that point. And also like we see conflict on the earth, just war in general, as a reflection of the wants of humans. Mm. And if God was so involved with stopping wars to the because because he was like, Oh, you know, no, I don't want to see that conflict happen, you know, he would have stopped Adam and Eve from sitting. Yeah. Like this, this is the field with the wheat and the tares growing. Yeah. We're we're allowing God is allowing us to see the fruit of the human heart's choices. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, we're going to go, you know what? We're done with the whole tear thing. We, mm. The sin thing, the selfishness thing, it's, it's, it's just bad news. Yeah, I think a lot of people view that conflict and they would say, oh, well, isn't God so evil and terrible? He's in control, but he'll let that go on. No, it's ultimately a decision that we have made to participate in evil and conflict and God is giving us up to the consequences of it for our own benefit and for yeah. our own good because once once we see that a lot of people think about what heaven will be like and they're like oh man how am I going to not sin for eternity I know I'm going to be in a perfect body but if and a lot of people because of that they resort to the option of that we don't have free choice yes that's right no we do have free choice but in our in our new bodies with our restored godly nature and will it will be so, like, after going through what we went through on this earth, we will make the decision not to sin. Yes. Like, the it's comparison. Our choice. We're not going in that pathway again. We were talking about being a living sacrifice yesterday. It's like, it's your reasonable service to become yes. a living sacrifice for Jesus because of what he's done. Man, when we're in heaven experiencing the, you know, the fruit of the tree of life, experiencing the goodness of heaven, listening to the angelic choir there with, you know, everyone who's been redeemed and with Jesus and God, like, yeah. We're like, it's our reasonable service to not sin. Yeah. We have the ability to make that decision now in, in its fullness. Let's continue and you to know do how that. we can live it? Because we have the faith of Jesus. Jesus. See how it segued back to the wow. study? That's Wasn't powerful. that nice? That is powerful. <laughs> Guys, we are, this is our last Bible study section of the week here oh, no. at Big Camp. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. 
I was a bit bit down this morning, but tired. But you pumped me up, of course. Always. Shell's music selections got me excited. I'm ready to face the day. Yeah, but we're 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 etching closer to the end of our time here at Big Camp and our broadcasting from here. I'm pretty sure it's going to be either Monday morning, Tuesday morning. We're going to be we're going to be right there back in Newcastle. Okay, correction. You'll be right back. I'll be there. I'm going to miss working with you. You're going to be... It's, where where, it's are, you, where are you headed after this? So I'm leaving on Monday. Uh, on, I'm leaving Sunday morning. I'm heading mm. to the Gold Coast. Mm. I'll be there for a couple of days. And then I'm going to Rockhampton um, wow. on Friday. And on Saturday, I'll be doing a series of presentations from the Faith Experiment in Rockhampton. Rockhampton. My dad lived in Rockhampton and both of my sisters I believe were born in Rockhampton. Really? But like my dad is a true blue Queenslander. Like, no. Oh no. No, New South Welshman. Like living in Rockhampton. He's he's from Newcastle. Like we're okay. we're from that's our city. <laughs> but he was up there like living working in Rockhampton. And so, you know, every time like Rockhampton is a is a Queenslander city. It sure like, is. It's full of It's it, actually if they consider it North Queensland, it's not Queensland. It's yeah. North Queensland. You know, there's a push in Queensland. I never knew this because I've been in Queensland most of my, most of my life. Yeah. There is a push in Queensland to create a new state. Oh, they want to divide it? Queensland into South Queensland and North Queensland. That's crazy. Yeah, and they let gonna, them do it. I don't wanna, care what happens. They want to draw the border right above Bundaberg. That's where they want the border to be. Mm-hmm. And so Townsville would be the new state. Uh, capital. Ta- <laughs> Townsville, the state capital yeah. of North Queensland. They, they kind of have that going. Blake talks about how they, they, they're pushing for that in California as well. Really? Because Northern California oh, yeah, that's is different. So super different. I've lived, I lived yeah. in Northern California yeah. and I pastored a church there. And you go down to Los Angeles, like Southern California is like Sacramento and further up. Mm. You go Southern California, man, it's like a different planet. It's, it's, so yeah, they, they want to they call it Jefferson State. Really? Yeah, there's like they've got Jefferson State, that's Northern California, and then California, yeah, <laughs> nice. which is which is which is insane. Hey, is it wheel time? It is definitely wheel time. I'm I'm staring at this wheel right now, and it's about to spin. Hey, so, wait, wait, wait. wait no, no, he did, pressed it. No, did you get the guy on there? We, we got everything. Everyone's on there, and we have a winner. Oh, there's shout clap- out! There's clapping. There's there's clapping, there's winning, uh, dude. Everything is going down. No, shout out Fraser. Fraser has won the last Faith FM mission mug to be offered this yeah. week on Faith FM. We have given away lots of merch, hundreds and hundreds of dollars of merch. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it is, but that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, that's what. We're- <laughs> wait, wait, so we've done two t-shirts, a hat, and two mugs. Probably if not if hundreds of hundreds of dollars. If, if that's hundreds of hundreds of dollars, man, do, do, do we get these things from like Off-White or Gucci <laughs> or something? We, man, that just means that we're quality. Nah, we're, it's, we're, no, it's not quite. But they are quality. Yeah. I, I have been blessed by my XXL Faith FM t-shirt. That is, that is <laughs> dripping. Hey, we've got some answers for the quiz as well. Yes, let's run through them. Question number one. Now, I'm surprised. We had a good split of listeners today. Half of them got it pretty much right and half of them got them a lot wrong. Let's go through it. Number one was the question was the Tower Tower of Babel was built in which land? The land was the land of Shinar. Yeah, so I was thinking Mesopotamia. Yeah, which that's is what what's it would, on the map. What it would go on to be known as. So the land of Shinar. Question number two was in a deserted place in which city did the feeding of the 5,000 take place? The deserted area was Bethsaida. Mm-hmm. That was the area. Number three was, now this was a cool one. When was the King James Version of the Bible written and released? 
Do you know? 1611. 1611. I don't think anyone got that right, did they? Yeah. But anyway, enough people got onto the wheel. Well, be, because it was kind of, well, it was, it was close. Old. It was, is old. Yeah. Post the beginning of the Protestant Reformation. But as I was saying... But not yeah, at the end. It was in the middle. It was in the Most middle. Most states that came through were at the end of the Protestant Reformation. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But it's uh, it's interesting that today, uh, particularly amongst evangelicals, there's a big, big push of like KJV 1611. That's the only Bible translation yeah. you can trust. Everything else is tainted. Don't touch it. Um, at not, that point, I'm just like, just read Greek. Yeah. Just come, <laughs> come to Avondale. Come study with it. Come and learn Greek and Hebrew. Okay, question number four was, the man who lay at the pool of Bethsaida um, had an infirmity for how long? 38 years. Wow. That's a long time. Question number five was, what type of tree did Zacchaeus climb? There were two possible answers. One was a sycamore or a fig tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, people got it right. Wasn't a gum tree. Wasn't a gum tree, eucalyptus tree, olive mm. tree. So that was our quiz, our last quiz for the week, and that was our last chance to get some Faith of M merch. Congratulations to, who was it again? I forgot it was Fraser, it was. man. Fraser. Congratulations, Fraser. Um, I don't know if we got your address, but our producer, Nathan, will do his thing and <laughs> make it happen. He's going to sort that out. He's going to sort Cause, it. Because Nathan is the man. No, it's been, it's been good being here at Big Camp. It is sunny outside. But I can see clouds. Is it clouds. still low pressure though? I can see clouds. Yeah, low pressure. I can low see clouds. Clouds rolling in behind it. Uh, I am, you know, I- I've been really blessed by this week because we've had so many guests for the Bible study. Not today though. It's just been, it's just been you and me. Yeah, he bailed on us. But we've had, we've had some fantastic guests. What was your on. highlight this week? Uh, highlight, like just in general. In camp. Like iconic camp moment. I... I got to hang out at Little Primary. That was really fun. I got to say, like, just the incredible messages, messages from from Pastor Rome. Yep. Because I've been in the young adults tent every night. I this will be the first time I've come to camp in the six seven years that I've been here that I'm going to stay in one tent for every night. Usually I'm like all over the place. Usually I'm going to every tent. It to helps it though, because you get most most of the speakers here are doing series. That's right, and so they build on each night. I'm deep in the narrative of this gospel. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We're just deep in. Deep yeah, in we're just having a chat. You know, talking about faith and life. Talking about you know yeah. producing and how amazing about you are. Hitting the decks, you know, being a being a DJ. Yeah. Not really, like literally, not at all. But you know, I never, I never. We're just saying off air that I, I never knew that there were some episodes where you had to run around from the producer's chair to the yeah. host chair and just to make things happen, mate. Hey, I, we need to give you a bonus. I so he, <laughs> give me more faith of them t-shirts. Okay. Say, so here's the here's the bonus you're gonna get. Come back to the back of the cut. This sounds sus, but. <laughs> In the back of the car, I've got a box. In the box, I've got another a drip shirt. Get, oh my! I actually goodness. think. What did we give you? Two two XL. A two XL. I think. Don't uh, tell me you've got a three. I think there were some three XLs, but I think they might be gone. Yeah. Devastating. But anyway, I'm pretty sure I got another two XL. So there's your bonus for the year, mate. For for um, you know, making sure the program gets done. And Fraser writes in, who just won our prize. I will be at big camp soon. I don't think he's talking about this big camp, though. Maybe he's talking about a different one. Because he's um, given us a postcode for, I think it's South Australia. Yeah. So South Australia big camp is on this weekend, too. Oh, so he amazing. might be on his way to the South Australian big Man. camp. Let us know, Fraser. Text it in um, if you are going to be at 
Stewart's Point in New South Wales or at, I don't know what town it is, but the one that's in South Australia this And weekend. text us in at 0491 if you think Robbie should fly me down there, pay for my flights to hang out and at South... And deliver the mug. That's right. Hang out at South Australian Big Camp and do some correspondence there. If you think that's a good idea, text us. But hey, guys, remember to talk faith, to live faith, and to act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. Have a great day. for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.